Did you know that there are 78 organs, over 206 bones, over 500 joints, ligaments, and connective tissue pieces, and 600 muscles in the human body? And for you anatomy people, if I'm wrong on any of those stats, please don't DM me and say, sister, you got those numbers wrong. I was just Googling it. Okay, so take it up with the gooks. That's all I got to say about that. So I have a question for you. Which part of the body of Christ would you be? That's what we're talking about today on this episode of Her Faith at Work. Stick around. Truth time. When's the last time you raised your hands for a swift kick in the pants? Well, I'm the no-nonsense type friend who's going to tell you when you have food in your teeth. So let's get right to it. This is your infusion of sacred and secular, calling you higher into who God created you to be, how intimately faith applies to every part of your life, and how you can live that faith walk every single day in the marketplace. I've felt the tension of separation of church and state. I've been one of a few women at a table of men for decades, and I've stood my ground. Are you ready to do the same? These tools, resources, and interviews are meant to do just that. I'm Jan Touchberry, and it's time to share her faith at work. Okay, let me start this by saying that this is probably going to be either a really bad episode or a really good episode because I recorded the whole entire thing. And then I realized that I'd forgotten to press the record button. So this is take two. <laughs> Hopefully it will be even more inspiring and concise than the other one was. So back to the original question, what part of the body of Christ are you? I know it's kind of an odd question, right? And maybe it's easy for you to answer. For me, it was not easy to answer. And I think that it's a question that's really worth you pondering because it's important. There are several passages of scripture that talk about it. And if it's important enough to be in multiple books of the Bible, I think it's important enough for us to ponder which part of the body of Christ are we and what part does that piece play? So let me tell you a little story. A couple of weeks ago, I got to spend a week in Florida with a few of my friends at a conference. We had an amazing time. And one of the women that was there, uh, my friend, Melissa, she asked this question to each of us at separate times. And so one of the other women was there, Tamara, and she said, oh, well, that's easy. I'm the mouth. And it makes complete sense that Tamara would be the mouth because she is an amazing author and speaker and podcaster and her words bring life. And so, yes, of course, Tamara is the mouth. So Melissa turns and she looks at me and says, well, Jan, what part are you? And I had to think about it for a hot second. And the only thing that came to my mind was the foot. Yes, the foot. I know some of you are going, ooh, people who have foot issues are, ooh, you're a foot? Yes, that's the only thing that came to my mind. And actually, Melissa kind of chuckled too. And she said, Jan, why are you the foot? And I thought about it for a second. And I thought, you know, my entire life, I have been ridiculed and teased and people comment on my big feet. But the foot brings support and it gives stability and balance and mobility. 
And big feet or not, I think all of those things are very vitally important. And so I am a foot. And she's okay. She said, okay, okay. I see where you're going. I like it. I like it. So here's foot. Here's the foot firmly planted. And so fast forward a couple of days and we are sitting around a table with a couple of new friends from the conference. And Melissa asks the same question. And she asked the question to B and her friend said, I know what I think you are. It's going to be interesting to see if you think you're the same thing. And sure enough, they matched. They both said that B is the heart. And so I turned to Melissa and I said, you know, you ask me what I was, but if someone asked you what I was, what body, body part would you say I am? And Melissa is an incredible woman of God. She's very prophetic and she really sits and listens to what the Lord tells her. She's very in tune to his voice. And so she said, give me a minute. I'm just going to think about that. I'm going to pray about it. And so she just sat for a minute and then she looked at me and she said, Jan, I think God said, you're the rib. And I said, the rib. And she said, yeah, because it protects all the vital organs in a body. And God took Adam's fifth rib and created Eve. And it shows his creativity and you're very creative. And she starts speaking these things over me. And in the middle of the restaurant, you guys, I start crying. Like, I have no idea why it hit me so deeply. These things that she was speaking over me about the part that I play in the body of Christ, but they just resonated so deep. They were so deep. And as I reflected on it later, I realized that the rib assists in breathing. It brings life to the body through breath. That the fifth rib underneath it is the apex of the heart, which is what pumps blood out to all of the areas of the body. And to me, as a woman in the church who works beside predominantly men, I thought it was a very beautiful picture of how men and women were created to serve side by side, working as partners. And it just resonated at such a deep, deep level for me. And then in the last day of the conference, the women that we were at lunch with, Tiffany, she says, you know, I felt like the Lord told me a different body part for you. And I didn't say anything at lunch because I didn't know you very well. I still don't know you very well. And I didn't want to be wrong. And she says, but the Lord keeps telling me that I need to tell you this. I think you're the mouth. And the first thing that came into my mind was there is no way I'm a mouth. If Tamara's a mouth, I am not a mouth. But then the Lord reminded me that my word of the year is roar. I talk about that in the last episode, episode three. If you haven't listened, you might want to go back. But my word of the year is roar for 2024. And Tiffany did not know that. And I started this podcast in 2024. And my prayer really is through the words that you hear me say, whether it's on the podcast or in person, that it brings life to you. So all three of those things, I I am just going to firmly embrace them. I am a foot, I'm the rib, and I am the mouth in the body of Christ. And I'm just going to dig in even further and pray into what that means and what role I play. You know, it's really funny because the rib especially, I think resonates with me in vocational ministry. I've always felt so strongly that I was called to be a protector and a helper 
one who sustains the leadership, especially the senior pastor. It's kind of the picture of Moses standing in the wilderness where God tells him he has to hold his hands up. And as long as he's holding his hands up, the Israelites are going to win the battle. And the minute he starts to get tired and drops his hands, they start losing the battle. And so two of his friends, Aaron and her, come beside him and they each hold up one of his arms, one on each side, that allows him to keep holding up his arms and doing what's really hard. And I've always felt like God was calling me into that place to hold up the senior leadership so that they can do the really hard things in the body of Christ. I just, I love the picture that that gives me about the role that I play. And I really think, I think that's right. I really resonate with that. And so as you're thinking about what body part you are, I just want to read you some of the scriptures that talk about the body parts. There's two specific passages in two books. One is in 1 Corinthians and one is in Romans, both written by Paul, both coincidentally in chapters 12 of those books, 1 Corinthians 12 and Romans 12. I thought that was a little interesting to me. I don't know if Paul planned it that way or not. It was just some happy coincidence, but I don't think there's any coincidences in the kingdom of God. And so I looked up what the number 12 means in the Bible, and it says that it is typically a significant of completion or authority. Take that for what it's worth. I just thought that was an interesting little little tidbit there. So I'm going to read to you first out of uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12. This is a little bit of a chunk, you guys. Um, it is verses 12 through 26. So just hang with me, okay? Because I think this is important. This is out of the Amplified Version. So it actually, if you don't know what the Amplified Version is, it actually has little parent parenthetical uh, words or phrases in there that explain what it just said, what the biblical passage says. So it's it's elongated with explanation. So here's what it says. For just as the body is one and yet has many parts and all the parts, though many form only one body, so it is with Christ. For by the Holy Spirit, we were baptized all into one body, spiritually transformed and united together, whether Jews or Gentiles, slaves or free. And we were all made to drink of one Holy Spirit since the same Holy Spirit feel, fills each life. For the human body does not consist of one part, but of many limbs and organs. If the foot says, because I'm not a hand, I'm not part of the body. Is it not on the contrary, still part of the body? If the ear says, because I'm not an eye, I'm not part of the body. Is it not on the contrary, still part of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where would the hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But now, as things really are, God has placed and arranged the parts in the body, each one of them, just as he willed and saw fit with the best balance of function. If they all were a single organ, where would the rest of the body be? But now, as things really are, there are many parts, different limbs and organs, but a single body. The eye can't say to the hand, I have no need for you, or the head to the feet, I have no need for you. But quite the contrary, the body parts that seem to be weaker are absolutely necessary. And as for those parts of the body, which we consider less honorable, these we are to treat with great honor and our less presentable parts are to be treated with greater modesty while our more presentable parts do not require it. But God has combined the whole body giving greater honor to that part, which lacks it. 
so that there would be no division or discord in the body, that is, lack of adaptation of the parts to each other, but that the parts may have the same concern for one another. And if one member suffers, all the parts share in the suffering. And if one member is honored, all the parts rejoice with it. So now I'm going to hop over to Romans chapter 12. This is just a couple of verses. It's just four through six. And this is what it says. For just as one physical body, we have many parts. These parts do not all have the same function or use. So we who are many are nevertheless just one body in Christ. And individually, we're parts one of another, mutually dependent on each other. Since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to each of us, each of us should use them accordingly. So what are some things that you glean from that? Well, here's what stuck out to me. Every single part was created uniquely equipped to do its job. There's none that's more important than the other one. Each of us have a function. You know, there's so many parts in the human body. And I, I think that a lot of times when we think about what body part are we in the body of Christ, well, we think the obvious ones, right? We're, well, I'm the head, I'm the torso, I'm the hand, I'm the foot, I'm the eye, I'm the ear, I'm the mouth, you know, whatever. It's things that are that are seen, that are more recognizable, but y'all, there are so many different parts. So I think you need to think deeply and ask the Lord, what body part am I? And don't just go for the easy ones, really seek him on this. And then I think it's really important for us to remember that every body part's important. Think about amputation. If someone had to have a limb amputated, other parts have to compensate. Our bodies have to relearn. If someone has their leg amputated, other bodies, body parts have to compensate. And think about if you are not really performing the job of the body part that God has created you for, then who's compensating for you? Even if someone is born deaf, they say that all of the other senses are heightened to make up for that. I think it's amazing that God allowed our bodies to compensate for each other when there's a piece missing, but should it have to? No, because you were created with a special gift to play a part in the body of Christ. Are you doing it? Are you doing it? That's my question. And are you doing it to your fullest ability? I can't say yes for me. I need to dig into that a little bit more. You're missed. If you're not doing it, if you're not performing like you were designed to perform. And then let's talk about when a part of the human body goes rogue. I mean, hello, appendix. That thing, it's tiny, but it can wreak havoc when it decides to have a mind of its own. It can kill you. So what happens when a part of the body of Christ goes rogue? Y'all, we see it all the time. People go rogue in the body of Christ and speak about things and act out and do things that bring shame and dishonor and literally break the body and it can cause death. So I'm going to leave you with this. What part of the body of Christ are you? And are you really living into and performing everything that that part of the body is designed to do? I know for me, I, I did kind of a high level Google search for the foot the rib and the mouth. I just literally put in Google, what part does the foot play in a human body? What part does the rib play in a human body? What part does the mouth play in a human body? And I just wrote these things down and I'm just going to sit on them and I'm going to sit with the Lord and ask him, am I doing these things? 
are there things that Google didn't tell me that my part is supposed to play that I'm not doing or that I'm not doing efficiently, I'm not doing well, that I'm not paying attention to? Well, it's important that our our physical bodies are kept healthy and strong, but I'm going to say it's even more important that we ask if we are playing our part in keeping the body of Christ healthy and strong. That's what brings honor and glory to Jesus is when the body of Christ is performing the way that it should and pointing people to him. How are you doing with that? I would love to know what body part you are if something came to your mind. So just hop over to Instagram, slide into my DMs and say, hey, listen to your podcast and I'm a nervous system. I'm a ligament. I'm what, whatever it is. I don't know. There's so many parts of the body. I don't even know what they are, but I will be interested to see how many of you do this and what kinds of things the Lord speaks over you. And I just think it'll be fun. It'll be fun to, to hear. So I would love to get some feedback from you on that. If you're not sure and you want somebody to talk it out with, hop in to my DMs and let's start a conversation. I would love to talk to you about it. I hope again that you really take this to heart and I just thank you for spending some time with me today. So as I wrap up, I just want to thank you for joining me again for another episode of Her Faith at Work. If you got something out of this podcast today, I would love it if you would share it. You can send it to somebody or you can snap a screenshot on your phone and upload it to your social media. If you do that, will you please tag me? And in your stories, you can actually put a live link to the podcast so that people just have to tap on it and they can go right to the episode and they can listen themselves. If you have not already subscribed on your preferred podcast listening app, I'm just going to ask that you do that. And that way, every Wednesday, when we drop a new episode, you get notified and you don't miss a thing. And then extra points, if you hop over to Apple podcast and you leave me a honest review, if you can't give me five stars, there is no hard feelings. I would just would like any kind of review because what that does is it gets the podcast algorithm going. Don't you just love a good algorithm? But it gets that podcast algorithm going and it helps the podcast apps push this out to more people. And I would just love it if you would help me do that. Again, thank you for joining me today and we'll see you next time.